to our Good Friday Easter reflection. And it's great to have you here. And wherever you are, can I just encourage you to take a moment to slow down, to sit, to find somewhere comfortable, and just invite God's presence to come and to be with you as together we reflect on the events of this Good Friday. Father, we thank you for your presence. We invite your Holy Spirit to come. We ask that you would pour out your presence upon us as we still and quiet our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus and give thanks to you for your incredible sacrifice that we mark and celebrate on this day. If you've got a Bible, turn with me to Matthew chapter 27, starting verse 32. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. There they offered Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall, but after tasting it, he refused to drink it. When they had crucified him, they divided up his clothes by casting lots, and sitting down they kept watch over him there. Above his head they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, you who are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you are the Son of God. In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law and the elders mocked him. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. The crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus is the singular most important event in human history. Scandalous to the Jews and foolishness to the Greeks. The cross was the ultimate manifestation of the goodness and glory of God. The way of the world is utterly exposed, unmasked and shown for what it is. Satan is dethroned and utterly defeated, and God opens up a way through the blood of Jesus to a life of loving union with him. However, as it turns out, the arena in which we live out our relationships with God isn't by being hidden, but in our relationships with one another. The following is a prayer that shows us how our life with God cannot be separated from our life with others. They really are, as Jesus says in Matthew 22, two sides of the same coin. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. This Good Friday, how is the Holy Spirit inviting us to first and foremost love God? And how is he inviting us to express that wonderful grace and love that we have received to those around us? And as we pray, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal himself to you afresh this day, as we open our hearts to receive the love of God poured out for each one of us from the cross. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for becoming human so I do not have to try to be God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for becoming finite and limited, so I do not have to pretend that I am infinite and limitless. I thank you, crucified God, for becoming mortal, so I do not have to try to make myself immortal. 
I thank you, Lord Jesus, for becoming less, so I do not have to pretend to be more than anyone. I thank you for becoming weak, so I don't have to be strong. I thank you for being willing to be considered imperfect, so I do not have to be perfect. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for being willing to be despised, so I do not have to try so hard to be approved of. I thank you for being seen as a failure, so I do not have to give my life trying to be a success. I thank you for being wrong in the eyes of religion and state, so I do not have to be right anywhere. I thank you for being poor in every way, so I do not have to be rich in any way. I thank you, Jesus, for being all of the things humanity despises and fears, so that I can accept myself and others in you. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving your life for me, that I can spend eternity in the glory of your kingdom of love. Father, so much inside me resists following you to the cross and your invitation to live a life of brokenness and vulnerability. Give me courage this day to follow you all the way to the cross, whatever that may look like and whatever that may mean. In Jesus' name, Amen.